Sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Okay, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple. The mattress, that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through so you can sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply. All I was saying was really just telling the people yeah. what your role is. I keep I'm this shit that going. That's my role. Okay, that's going to be the name of the podcast. That's going to be the name of the podcast. I keep this shit going. All my chicks in Florida. I just got to let you know I'm looking for a donut. One that all these niggas wanted. Right now, and we're gonna address this. Mic test. No, mic test. Get your mic test in. Mic test one, two, one, two. All right. Why are you trying to sound all sensual and shit? Let's just go right back in. Right back. Get your words into this. This is just a co entrance. But you wanted to talk about. You were saying your role. I didn't want no. You no, said I, you brought I said, up my role. Yes, and then you named off all these things. This yeah. is not. This is not about to be a shade situation. I just thought it was interesting to let people know what we do with the podcast as far as like what you're over and what I'm over Mm -hmm. because I had that panel the other night which we'll get into later Mm -hmm. and it was crazy to be talking about that so now I was trying to act calm every time before the mic comes on you acting all rowdy and shit and then when the mic hits on you start acting like a whole nother motherfucking person I am not a rowdy individual okay (laughs) you acting like fucking Eartha Kid when you just got through (laughs) acting like Robin Givens right Come on, I'm ready. I'm telling you, what is your role on the podcast? Oh, that was my question. Motherfucker. I didn't know you were asking me Ooh. a question. So basically, you were alluding to the fact that because now I'm a co This co-host. nigga is acting very professional today. Alluding? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my God. No, nah, bro, this no, is the wait. last motherfucking episode we've Seriously? given to people before the year is over with, before we start back on January yes. 5th. You need to bring your motherfucking energy to the table today. This is my energy right now. Nah, bro, <laughs> you was just on a whole nother energy um, before we even started can, this podcast, can Elvis. Can I get back <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gotta see her. It looks wow. like how <laughs> I cannot with you today. Okay. <laughs> wow. Anyways, so <sighs> you alluded to the fact that now that I'm a co-host, I needed to yeah, you gotta step get, up. basically pull more weight, and yeah. I just I just had to let you know. But I, I said had to more remind weight, you more weight on the podcast though. Not like more but even even with the podcast, I think sometimes you get it mixed up because we have the media company, and most of the work that I do is geared towards the media company. Correct. But even for the podcast, like I stay setting shit up, like I stay uh, sending you messages, telling you where to go, telling Correct. you like who to talk to. So all I was saying all was all I was saying was really just telling the people yeah. what your role is. I keep I'm this just, shit going. That's my role. Okay, that's gonna be the name of the podcast. <laughs> this is the- that's gonna be the name of the podcast. Okay. I keep this shit going, so you ain't gonna even tell nothing. That you do. I, I mean, I just, listen, I just keep shit going. Yeah, I keep it going. Okay, I listed out everything. I, we would be on here for like and hours I was like, well, if what we talked so about is, everything so that if I do. You keep this shit going. What is my motherfucking role? You are the talent. You are the creator. Like you, you do come up with the content. You do handle all the videos. Um, you know, you're just overall. That talent. list was so fucking short. <laughs> I was called your bitch. Like this bitch said, you know, like that's your number four. You know, I mean, I mean, nigga, you do something. But your your stuff is very time consuming. So, yeah. 
We'll take that little uh little bitty compliment so man we're gonna jump in the show with a couple of announcements first we want to say happy birthday yeah we're gonna go straight into the announcements <laughs> note of action announcements happy birthday to brandon moore more in dallas we sat down um with him this week for the first time we actually have been trying to get in contact with him because i've been seeing him on several platforms mm-hmm. you know he runs his own business with more in dallas so i want to say happy birthday to him happy 26th birthday we will be working with him in 2019 yes. on some um video Very and videography ideas he has all great, about great energy that you know what i didn't know if i even wanted to continue with it because we went through so many different exchanges of relationships uh-huh. and partnerships i thought the same thing but it was like when i got his energy for the first time i was like i, I can see this yeah and he Offered to share a bottle of wine with us, like that was everything to me because you know I love my wine. I was about to throw some major shade, but I'm gonna let that. What? Nah. So second of all, shave See, I don't like this. Shave stations. Not it wasn't no, it, the shade wasn't gonna be about you. Oh, okay. So I'm trying to do better going into 2019. As long as it wasn't about me. No, it wasn't about you. Okay. So I ain't gonna do that. But you got to give your people, man. Yeah, shave stations. They came off break to give us one solid holiday episode mm-hmm. i listened to it when it came out and yes it is shady as fuck please listen <laughs> it is a great episode it reminds you of why you have been asking where shaver stations why did they start recording yeah. whatever but yeah listen so to they it. told us about it yes why don't you just tell me now what are you talking about? We talked about this. Remember, they came out to support us at the Cosine Awards, and I said, "When are y'all coming off a break?" Yeah, I know. And they were like, "We're going to do a holiday episode." I remember and that part. They did you, the holiday episode the very next day. I know, but you said that they talked about on the podcast why they had been gone for a while. No, 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 no. I was saying it reminded you oh, as a okay. listener, got you, got of you. what you missed. My bad. When they are not recording, Shaver Station. You can listen to them on all streaming platforms at Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and more. <laughs> Sponsored by Roberts Media Group. <laughs> I fucked up, so I had to bring it back. Powered by Roberts Media Power, Group. What did I say? Sponsored by. Powered by. Okay, that's what you. <laughs> That's why you hear. That's what I do. All right. (laughs) So, also, man, we want you guys to listen to the Quad Podcast Mm -hmm. um, with the homie Frank Minicon, Adia, and Ashley. The franchise. Yes. So, we want you to check them out there on the Roberts Media Group. We also want you to check out the homie Britt out there in Atlanta, Georgia, the Bad and Bougie Moms Podcast. Check her out. She has great content. Mm -hmm. My frog started to come up through my throat. For all the millennial moms. Yes. And the women out there that's that doing out shit. They're doing great things. Doing their motherfucking thing. We are more than just moms. Women are the new men. I mean, I saw a little girl. She had a shirt on the other night, and my daughter's performance. She said, "The future is female," and that's very true. Maybe we'll name the podcast "Women Are the New Men." Okay. I don't know how. I don't know how. So I like so that. far, we have two names for the podcast. This year, I'm gonna start going into next year. I'm gonna start keeping track of how often you say that and how many names you give in one episode. And don't forget about the homie uh, KT and Serge Vasa David. I just like saying his last name. I know because a lot of people can't pronounce it. Are you saying it right? Yes, he. I did. I, I okay. checked with him. Serge Vasa David. Okay. Sports Life it. Talk podcast. Yes. That's the, that's that, the sports podcast you know that we what? have on the Roberts Media Group. I, I'm you know so what? proud of them. That's what I, I just want to take a minute. Improvement podcast of the most year. Improved. Un- most improved podcast of the year. That's why you're here. Most improved podcast of the year, of the year for Roberts Media yes. Group. It has to be Sports Life sports Talk. Life they talk, have man. really stepped up their they social have. media game. They like they're knocking out. They were always consistent. I got to crack recording. a little joke. You can say the good stuff. I'm gonna say I'm gonna crack a few jokes. KT, I'm so glad to see you level up. KT used to kill me. He would post something. I'm like, this nigga ain't even got a caption. He doesn't have a caption. He doesn't have a hashtag. They are the epitome of like, just doing it just because they love to do it. Epitome? Epitome. 
I say epitome. It's tomato, okay. tomato? Yeah. Okay. We'll go with that. But KT, wow. it's good to see you posting pictures with a caption and at least one hashtag. Not you sent me one. You, one day they you sent, have several. I know, now, but okay? one, day, one time you hit me up, you was like, "I love KT." <laughs> you said, "I love KT to death. I love Serge to death." You screenshotted their pages. You just said, "Look at this. What's missing?" I said, "Everything, <laughs> everything." Because all they had was a picture, and I was like, "Bro, how are y'all expecting people to listen to y'all podcast if y'all are not going to be able to promote, push, and sell yourself?" So, needless to say, they took that to heart and they changed it, and they are making great strides. Most and improved. we are super proud of you. Most guys. improved. Let's be honest, though. I know people say you shouldn't do this because it's kind of like your siblings. So, would you rate which podcast you like the best out of those? Or are you gonna stay away from that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay away from that. Why are you so? It's. Simple. I mean, I can. Yeah, like we got six. I know. I can name them right now. So my favorite. Are we going in order? You can, you can pick your favorite. I mean, it's oh, only three of them. Oh, my favorite podcast. Your favorite podcast under Roberts Media Group in order from one to three. You know what? Some people say you shouldn't do this, but I believe in healthy competition. And if they listen to this episode, they'll be like, you know what? I need to see what I can do to jump this other person. Okay, healthy competition. Just because of content in my top two, mm-hmm. that's gonna have to be shaving stations and bad and bougie moms. I like sports, but oh, we I'm not. Do have four podcasts. Yeah, I like sports, but I'm not really into sports. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I listen to it just mm-hmm. so I can have some material to use when I'm out and about yeah. at the bar. You know. Okay. Well, <laughs> for me, um, I haven't listened to any podcast in quite some time. Not even your own podcast. Not even. I haven't even listened. Like you know me when I record I my shit. To you guys. I literally record. I know you do. That's how I get the feedback and on what's going on. And that's a part of the, the shit that I do. Yeah, it is. I mean, congratulations to you. I just don't. I used to have the time. Remember when I used to always be driving around and whatever. Oh, honey, we're not going to start that conversation. I was telling somebody about that the other day. Don't say, "Oh, I don't have the time." You have time. I have. Uh, you do you know how much I do throughout the day? What's the name of the podcast we say we're gonna make it again? Because I feel like it's rolled from the podcast on into your personal life, <laughs> which nobody gives a fuck about. Wow. No, I'm just saying. Yeah. There's always time okay. that can be made to do something. I believe it because you got kind of loud. I heard an echo in my apartment. You said, "There's always time." <laughs> <laughs> can y'all hear me? Okay. Anyways, whatever. Jesus, I, I understand. <laughs> You 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 want to be serious about this? So somebody cue the music. I'll do that when I get ready to do it. Post production. But we want to tell you guys about some places y'all can buy black, <laughs> buy black this holiday season. I was about to say buy back, but buy black this holiday season. Um, the Brown Estate is the first black-owned winery in Napa Valley. You can become a member and receive perks throughout the year and on your visits by following them on IG at Brown Estate. You can sign up. You know, go out there and support. Somebody wants some wine, you can buy oh, them a wow. bottle of wine. I wish you had to tell me that before I just... And they will ship it to you. Joined another wine club. Well, I just figured this out, and I'm pretty sure the one that you joined is owned by white people. But Thanks a lot. who to you, wow. boo-boo the food. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is going to be the Lip Bar. It's a lipstick collection that is vegan and cruelty-free. This sounds like a white person. Uh, cruelty-free for the conscious buyer. The founder is so Melissa judgy. Butler brought. You messed me up. Now I got to start over for the people. You ain't supposed to be talking. Did you talk in church when they gave the announcements? Then cease. For me, the lip bar. The lip bar is a lipstick collection that is vegan and cruelty-free for the conscious buyer. Founder Melissa Butler brought the lip bar to life in 2012 and changed the face of beauty, uh, the beauty industry forever through extensive color palette of the brand, but also because she makes sure that women of all colors are standard or are the standard of beauty. You can follow them or sponsor them or 
pick something up or do something for them by following them on Instagram at the lip bar. No, the last, how quiet I was. Yeah, you did an amazing job. Shut the fuck up some more. As I proceed, <laughs> when you're shopping for a little one on this holiday season, be sure to check out Miles and Milan. This line of children's clothing is unique because the clothes only come in black and white and gray, making it quick, simple, and easy to cheek to. Ooh, quick, simple, and easy and chic. That's a lot of ands to pick out clothes and make your baby the cutest and most stylish kid on the block. Choose from hats, onesies, tees, and pre-made gift boxes that'll make Miles and Milan one of your new favorite brands. You can follow them at Miles and Milan. It is an online store, so if you want to purchase your little badass kids some dope content or dope outfits, you can do it right there. So you. Yes. Yeah, I went to go see Michelle Obama this week. How was that? Outside of your nose is bleeding. How how, how y'all feel? Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. First of all. (laughs) You If you want (laughs) <laughs> um, if you want me to edit that part man, out I will yes, edit that part I out would like I mean I'm going to leave it in there I'm just going to bleep, yeah, bleep out I, the word Yeah I would like for you to You yes. want me to? Yes I Damn. really do Okay You that was a good you one, the though. same way That was a good so one So I don't know why you I mean the reality it. is I get kind of truthful though You know what I'm saying yeah. I kind of spill my guts on the reality yeah. uh, Anyways it How was, was your night with Michelle Obama? It was a great night As I mean I didn't expect anything less The the thing that really surprised me though Was I did not realize how homegirl funny she was Yeah Until that night Like it was so natural Like it just felt like you were sitting there Talking to somebody in your family mm. so, But y'all was on the roof <laughs> Okay, so since you, I will block that with that. You know what? No, no, we're not even gonna do that. Okay. Wait. Okay, we gonna we gonna keep it all the way real. We can keep. Yeah. Okay. So this is what happened, right? I hit when I found out she was gonna be here in Dallas. I said, "Hey, you want to go?" She's, "Oh yeah, let's go." <laughs> so. The day of, I signed up for. Why the, you act, first of all, why you acting like you about to uh, hit me to the game? You no. got to. I'm about, I don't to, have to, I'm about to hip these listeners to the game. You can you to the game wanna, and we him your ass up in the bathroom on Christmas. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> when I hear some I'm just going to refer her back to that episode <laughs> where we did <laughs> so she can hem you up too. Oh, yeah. Anyways, um, so I got the pre-sale notification. The day of, tickets went on sale. Those things sold out so fast. The only thing that they had left were like $1,500 seats. Now, anybody that knows me know I don't mind paying for a good seat. And this is why that nigga 15... slid in your DM a month ago talking about, can he have $1,000? No, that nigga was just trifling, okay? Proceed. So, anyways, I don't mind paying for a good seat, but $1,500, that was just a bit much. So, both agreed that we were going to sit this one out. We had already ordered our books. We were going to be fine just reading them and talking about it, okay? Y'all set it out. Mm-hmm. Wait, you don't bring, don't, wait. What? Hey. This is a part of the story. She was Why sitting are you there. so long-winded, no. yours though? <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, why? What is it about I have to that... give the background. No, you don't have to okay, give so the background. Anyway, she you... sitting at home. She was Jeez. looking for something to do. And so she went online and well, she I mean, found she us these really tickets. Like she's just some cat bitch at no, home. She's not. She's very Mom. active. That's why she was so. I think that's why hey, she was hey. antsy. Well, I don't know why you talking so loud. <laughs> because, that's between. Oh my god. That's. Between, if you can even see, if I could turn my back to you and still had this mic, I'd turn my back to you. Wow. Because that's between. Oh my god. Because you is pushing you you you. I know You are describing A 77 no, year old bitch I'm not. Right now Anybody that listens To the podcast And have seen 
out and about at our events, they know she's very vibrant. Like that's one of the things I love about her because she reminds me if hey, we're hey, still here. Hey, listen, as y'all see, this motherfucker is backpedaling. I'm not back. This motherfucker okay. got a backstroke like back. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not backpedaling. This motherfucker got a backstroke. Anyways. So, I need to add some water splash effects to this motherfucker for the <laughs> podcast because you is backstroking. Anyway, she found us these seats and we we all agreed to pay. Even when we got and was like, is this what you saw online when you look for this? Because <laughs> y'all was in the nosebleed. I saw y'all post a picture. No, and I said, I didn't, if you notice, I didn't post anything. I just decided that I was going to end all the way uh, not throw- I'm not even looking at you I'm not throwing her under I, the but bus But I did see the picture You even said take that shit down I said delete that shit man You If you have to take a picture of you sitting in the nosebleeds and- Nobody ever knows about that shit You put that shit into the twilight zone You just go That way when motherfuckers down at the front say Hey did you go to Michelle Obama the other night You can be like girl I saw yeah. And girl them shoes And the, and you could talk as if you were sitting right behind them And they yeah. never knew it But, but when you, know you sitting in the nosebleeds It was a great night y'all, The pictures I saw it looked like if y'all have stood up Somebody would have hit their head <laughs> <laughs> now you throw it under the bus. Ooh, she too short to hit her head. It would have been. <laughs> yeah. Said, I ain't moving till it's over. I know. We- <laughs> By the time y'all walked down to the bathroom, it would have been over. Oh, my And the God. bathroom would have been basement like for y'all. But no, it was a great night, even though, you know, the seats weren't as close as I would have preferred. What did you learn from Michelle Obama, though? I mean, honestly. Or was the- it just there to see her? Because It was just there to see her, like, up close and personal. Because everything, she's she was already relatable before. Yeah this book tour so it just kind of gave you the opportunity to be there up yeah. close in person and just to say like i went and saw michelle obama yeah. like and That's, she was homegirl funny like yeah. sorry hilarious for, sorry for the the outside noise we have the windows she was open. talking about the first time when she met barack yeah. and when she had to call him and just what his voice did to her and so what did it do to her no she was like oh you know, she because she was saying he's always had this swag or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when she heard his voice, because at mm-hmm. first she was just like, oh, because the white people at her job were like hyping him up. Yeah. And she was like, no, because to them, they think if you talk right, you're, you know, smart and intelligent. Yeah. She was like, no, he's just articulate. But then she called him and he answered the phone and she was like, she had to do a double take. Yeah. Like, oh, OK. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just little stories like that, because mm. that's what happened when I met my ex-husband. Now, granted, he. he you know, he wasn't president or nothing, but his voice. <laughs> See, you are throwing so much shade no. and dropping buses on people no, today. No, I'm not. She said this nigga wasn't a president. He wasn't president. He got anything. his own business. Yes, that. Yes. Because you know that's what I do. Black I, man, I heard trying. I help people start their businesses and. Jesus, you can have your like the, the, what the dude name? I am Dulo. Jesus Christ. We're gonna take a quick break. You listen to the reality. We'll be right back. Hey. On your heels, y'all make that shake. Hey. Got about three hoes on my slate. Hey. I'm trying to tee up Christmas Day. Won't you want some finger bells all the way? Hey. Got them bells all on the shake. So, man, this past week, I got an opportunity. Uh, first of all, before I even get into it, I want to say thank you to Michelle Williams. Um, that's B Michelle on Instagram. Follow her. She is a great leader here in Dallas as far mm-hmm. as the uh, creative scene and the entrepreneurship scene yes. and just, you know, empowering black people in our community. So this week I had the opportunity to speak on the Deck the Holiday is it was it Deck, Deck the, the Holiday panel. Mm-hmm. And they basically brought in creatives from around Dallas to speak 
um, about what it is we do, the passions behind it, some of the ups and downs about yeah. it. And I was alongside a lot of great people. I don't have the document in front of me to say who was who or the names on there. Only one that stood out that I remember is Jeremy Biggers. Mm -hmm. And because he's the one, I didn't know he painted the Selena mural yeah. um, over in South Dallas. Yeah. And, and then also Leah Frazier. She's yeah, Leah Frazier, the attorney who stopped, she quit her career as an attorney to be um, a she creative and media, a fashion model. Uh -huh, and fashion. A plus size fashion too. That's yeah. that's a big note because a lot of times when people say model, they automatically think of the little petite girl or the mm -hmm. zero to two girl. And then there was an, an attorney, Symmetria Goodson. Symmetria Goodson, that's it. Mm -hmm. For Goodson Law. Yeah. So it was great to be there, man. Um, it was an honor to be there. It was weird because I was so nervous and so many people don't think that I get nervous before speaking. Mm -hmm. But I get so fucking nervous and, and I, we I still don't understand why and i called you and i was like hey i need you to review these questions with me like it was a fucking pop quiz i know and i was like hey can you review this i feel like a bitch doing it but i was so nervous because my whole thing was can i be myself i don't even know why you try to review questions because you you always just say what you want to say anyway i do but that was the thing i was in a setting that i didn't think or feel like i could say what i wanted to say because with it being in a more professional setting, it wasn't mm -hmm. like a panel that we had set up that I'm a part mm -hmm. of or another creative as myself mm -hmm. um, has done. So it, this was more so things, some, something sponsored by Red Bull. Um, Bank of America has been pouring into them. And it's just something that's being built, you know, and rebuilt. Yeah, but so, I think people know who you are before they invite you out. So, yeah, Michelle does. Yeah. So, so they wouldn't expect anything. Yeah. And I just try not to fuck up, you know, when I'm in front of people because I know that's the way I talk. I was watching a video before I get back to the story about with Gary Vee today. And somebody mm -hmm. was interviewing him a couple of years back and they asked him and they, she was like, a reporter was like, why do you curse so much when you're talking to your employees or when you're doing panels or public speaking? He's like, because that's who I am. Mm -hmm. He was like, if somebody asked me, do I care about my employee? He was like, in my head that registers, do you give a fuck about your employees? Mm -hmm. He's like, that's how I feel. He was like, and yes, I give a fuck about my employees. He was like, so I can only talk about what comes from my head, my mm -hmm. heart, and then comes out of my mouth. That's how the fuck I talk. Mm -hmm. So when I was there that night, shout out to Jeremy Biggers again. He cursed before I did because he spoke, but, you know, a question was posed mm -hmm. to him before me. So when he cursed, I, I literally tapped him on the shoulder and I said, thanks. Well, when it was my turn to speak, I said, thanks, bro, for uh, cursing and opening that door because now I'm following in behind you. And it allowed Open me to the whole Pandora's box. But I didn't. Oh, okay. I did cuss a little bit. I know after afterwards, a woman came up to me and she was like, I would love for you to mentor my son or, you know, whatever with my son. And she was like, but could you hold out on the four letter words? And I said, what four letter words? And she was like, the curse words. I was like, that's who I am. Mm -hmm. I was like, how old is your son? She was like 18. I said, he hearing it at school any fucking way. He's already cursing himself. He's, yeah. So when she said that, I was just like, I'm sorry, but that's who I am. And she was a woman of religion. Mm -hmm. And we had a conversation about, you know, religion, but she was very open-minded. I think the thing that blew me away for the event was after it was all over, you never know the impact that you have on people. Mm -hmm. And it was like, soon as I got off the stage, it was like 15 people waiting to talk to me. Look at you. And I was like, hmm? Like, I was talking to like five people at one time. Mm -hmm. And then when the crowd started to dissipate, Come through vocabulary. I mean, you had to do a lewd, so I was like, <laughs> let me drop my one. Okay. You know, I've been reading my Stephen A's Dictionary to Life. Okay. So, I, you know, I pick up a couple of words every now and then. All right. When I want to throw some around, make some big words, thesaurus. You know? <laughs> so, uh, but no, it was great, man. It was great to have people coming up to me. But the thing that I think I loved about it was a guy that came up to me. It was a black guy with his friend. Mm -hmm. And he was like, hey, I own this company. We're working on music and he works on videography and whatever. Mm -hmm. And he was like, man, I walked in on you cursing. 
and saying something about the black community. And he was like, bro, you just seem real. So I just wanted to come talk to you and see how did you get to this point? Mm -hmm. You know, it was another girl standing off to the side and I'm not being shady. Um, she may not have been the most woman mm -hmm. and I can sense that because she kept letting people come in front of her mm -hmm. to come talk to me. So I, I I told a guy who was talking, I was like, hey, hold on. And I was like, excuse me. I was like, ma'am, are you are you waiting for me? Yeah, come through. And you she better was, whatever. delegate that line. And she was like, are you wait? I was like, are you waiting for me? And she was like, yeah, I was waiting. I was like, you don't have to stand over there. I was like, come over here in the circle. You know, what's your name? Mm -hmm. And introduce myself. And I've always said if I ever make it to a point where I'm a person who's speaking to people mm -hmm. and I'm interacting with people, like, they going to know I truly fuck with them because... I'm a person I think that I think from other people's perspective, which makes me a great person, mm -hmm. which makes me a good people person, which makes me be able to read a room and know who I'm fucking talking to. Mm -hmm. When I walked in the room the other night, I was like, I know that I should be talking in the middle. It's people in here that's up here like mm -hmm. elitist then it's middleman. But I always feel like if you talk in the middle, you're talking right at everybody mm -hmm. because everybody's done been through that point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was one guy who was talking. He was like, hey, if I'm an introvert. He was like. How do I do something like a creative and be extrovert? Mm -hmm. I said, every creative is an extrovert. I mean, every creative is an introvert mm -hmm. because in order to create, you have to be an introverted person to find some kind of inspiration. But I was like, you have to act extroverted when you're out around all those people to promote mm -hmm. yourself. But most creatives are introverts. Yeah. But like I told him, I was like, me being a podcaster, if you were starting a podcast, I would say, talk about being an introvert. Mm -hmm. What is it like to be an introvert? Talk about things that like that's exactly. You know. That's what you know. Yeah. Everybody is a professional at something. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was pitching at the meeting. Like believe in yourself. Don't make up these, you know, laws or rules in your head that keep you from being successful. Like mm -hmm. a business is, is as successful as you want it to be and as hard as you work. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, I would agree with that. Good advice. Whatever. You were supposed to be there that night. I was. I felt really bad because I think that's the first thing that I've ever missed that you've done. Yeah. And I even told you, I was like, but I had a Christmas performance, my daughter. Everything landed on a Thursday. So my son got the opportunity to go to NASA in Houston. And then my daughter had her Christmas performance and then your speaking thing. And it was my plan to go to the performance, yeah. dip out during intermission, and come just to be there to support you. Yeah. But, of course, it didn't start on time and yeah. I didn't get to leave. But, yeah. yeah. But I can't even, you know what, though? I also give you a shout out, too, because you've been pushing me to speak more in the public mm -hmm. talk about things that I feel like I have an expertise in and not only that connecting with people <sighs> I'm out of breath mm. for people who wonder it's rain over there yeah I was like I just jumped up real quick I ran over to turn on the light because it's getting dark to, dark in here and I ran back Whew, and it's cardio ain't right oh, definitely if that's all it took I, mean, I think wow. that time to lay off the smokes Long as when I'm stroking, I'm hitting it, and I'm I can. It don't I matter. Don't, I don't know anything about that anymore. All right, so as long as that's the point, the case, then everything is all right. But um, like I said, I really do feel like I want to do this public speaking thing. I feel like it's something that um, maybe it's something I'm cut out for. Like mm -hmm. I said, you've been pushing me to do this and telling me to do these types of things for a minute. But I think it was a fear of just not being seen as another sucker. Another sucker. Okay. Because, you know, sometimes dudes, they get into these positions of power or leadership roles and they lose themselves. Oh, yeah, that's and true. And it's like, I don't want to be that guy. And I know I don't have to try not to be that guy because that's not who I am. Mm -hmm. But I also want to make sure I can remain being who I am, speaking the way I speak to where if I walk into a room speaking a certain way, they're not asking me to change because I feel like at that point in time, I, then I'm changing who I am. Mm -hmm. And then I'm a fraud after that. 
Yeah. That's like they asked me. They was like, so somebody was talking to me and asking me something like, uh, could you be like a news reporter? I was like, no, because I can't get on the news and say that Trump is doing a great job. Mm-hmm. Like you are not allowed to be biased Yeah. as a reporter. I can never do regular radio or reporting. Mm-hmm. It's just not for me. So that, that, that part of it can't work for me. I wanted to talk about black people and how the fuck we seemingly can forgive white people before we forgive black people. Mm. Why are you looking at me like that? That's an interesting topic. I think it depends on the black person that you're referring to or that usually does that. Because I'm not, I mean. You know people who do that. Yeah, I know people that do it all the time. And I think it's very unfortunate that they do that. Um, It makes absolutely no sense to me. It doesn't. And the reason I'm bringing this up is. Especially if the, I guess, whatever the offense was, was along the same lines or, you know. Yeah. But for me, the reason I'm bringing it up is because we've had an experience this year to where when we work with someone, they complained mm-hmm. about working with this white counterpart or this white coworker because they wanted them to work for them and only them and no outside work. Yeah. And when the person worked with me, I was like, you can work with me and you can do whatever the hell else you want to do. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? As long as we don't get lost in the sauce. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And when we had our, dis- I mean, and this person ended up having a disagreement with them and walking away mm-hmm. and was able to come do more stuff with us. Mm-hmm. And then when me and this person had a disagreement, I apologized. Then I apologized again. And then I reached out for, you know, to help out with anything. Mm-hmm. And that respect has not been reciprocated. reciprocated. And then it's like I look up and I see this person working with the same white folks he dared not to ever work with again and was glad to get away from. I think sometimes people are afraid to just stand by what they what they really feel because I wouldn't say that maybe that person even really wants to work with them again or maybe they do. I don't know. But a lot of times people tend to go where their bread is buttered. Like it's unfortunate. You know, some people don't have the um, the means or the ability to stand firm in a decision to walk away from working with somebody for me if i tell somebody i'm not going to work with you again i'm not going to work with you again and i think it's difficult too not even just in 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 that type of situation i feel like so many times at work Mm -hmm. you know i was telling you this week like why do we got to watch what we say when we talking to white people it's like we're so they are allowed to say whatever they want to say i think i had a couple of experiences this week i had a, a medical emergency that came up or unexpected situation that came up that caused me to miss work. And I just decided to cover my bases because I was going to use um, emergency time. Yeah. And so I covered my bases and I came back to the office, you know, with my doctor's note and yeah. everything like that. And the HR lady had the nerve to call me in the office and say, hey, um, I see you attached the doctor's note, uh, which clearly spelled out everything that she needed to know but she still felt the need to ask me what exactly was going on and then she seemed appalled when i told her it was personal but as an hr person you you shouldn't even ask me for specific details yeah you told me something else this week too i i wanted you to tell that story on the podcast about the lady i think was asking about one of your black co-workers hair Oh, yeah. So we had a holiday dinner or a luncheon. And so my coworker, she usually keeps her hair, if it's in a weave, it's kind of long. So she keeps it braided up. Yeah. You know, it's more appropriate. Yes. But holiday luncheon, you know, she let it down. It was fairly long to her ass or whatever. So the lady comes by and she's like, oh, what's with the long hair? And just like walks off. Yeah. And we're looking like, and I asked, my, I said, did you hear that? Yeah. She was like, I can't even today. Because, I mean... 
and this is the same lady that when I decided to lock my hair, she said, oh, it's a messy hairstyle, but it's cute, I guess. And when she said messy, she didn't mean messy like as a messy bun or whatever. Yeah, she mean no. messy like she, nasty. Yeah. Because that's what they normally even, think. Even one of my white coworkers was like, oh, I always thought that was a dirty hairstyle. And I was like, does my hair look dirty to you? Yeah. No, it doesn't. But you're different. Always. And, and, I, and that's the I thing. Hate that. Why, I hate that. I've said this before a million times on the podcast. When a white person says you're different, what you need to do is ask them, what does that mean? Yeah. And then when they start to stutter, say, no, Tom. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> and then as they start to get startled and red in the face and damn near pissed they pants, you say, Tom, Tom, Tom. Yes. I'm just joking, my nigga. Well, I think that my white coworkers have realized that I'm very different uh, in terms of they can't figure me out. Yeah. So and that's and what a, I people, love that shit. That's what white people do I not understand. It. I know the other day <laughs> I, I take was talking pride to you. In it. <laughs> I was talking to you the other day and I was on the phone with you and then my manager called and he called me because an email was sent and I felt like the email that was sent was about me not doing my job. Mm-hmm. So I fired back mm-hmm. and they didn't like it. You know, my manager was like, Hey, it felt like you had a little sauce on the keyboard. You know, when you, <laughs> when you sent this email and I was like, I fucking did. Mm-hmm. And then I thought in my head, I was like, I know RTZ probably listening like this nigga. Yeah. I care. was like, here it goes. He's about to get fired. Cause I was like, <laughs> yeah. Cause I literally, you know, I was talking to my manager. I said, I'm sorry, man. I was like, but I really don't give a fuck. I was like, because this person has done this, 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 and this, and we keep the fucking kid gloves on with her. But when it comes to me doing my motherfucking job and the numbers show and back me, mm-hmm. nobody has shit to say. Cause I wouldn't be here if that was the case. I say, excuse my, my, my cursing, but mm-hmm. this is how the fuck I feel right now. Yeah. Now I'm not a person that is gonna you know curse somebody out unless you do something really major to I me. I didn't curse in the workplace. Out. No, what I'm saying is I don't use the all the profane language, but I will get you together real quick in a professional way. I'm gonna get and it I just think, like that. And I love it because when you know that you are doing your job, you have the power and the ability to do that and be okay with it, mm-hmm. whatever happens. Well, we cuss in meetings sometimes, like it's a guy's thing. No, I know that. So that's the only reason I even felt comfortable. Like for the people who listen, I mean, I ain't gonna lose my job. They probably like, this nigga had a family, he gonna do that? No, that's not how that works. No, but, it's not. But I'm just I saying that's a, who you yeah, are and but, you've yeah. always been confident in who you are and, and the always, work that and, you do. And I always tell people, I always tell them, May I speak freely mm-hmm. That's normally how I start with my manager That's why I told my manager before I said hey Kevin mm-hmm. I had to bleep his name out okay. But I was like Hey I'm going to uh, say a few things No offense to you But this is how I feel today mm-hmm. Boom I just took five minutes in mental health And got that shit off my <laughs> chest But I do think Black people need to stop pacifying Oh, white yeah. people I can't stand that and shit. I don't mean this is not white folks fault this is black people's yes, fault yes it is I work with somebody that literally anytime a white person is in the room they, they change changed. their voice like why and I asked them I said why do you do that and they she was very honest she said she was raised to do that and who was that Dion Cole was that you that sent me something yeah managing your blackness, yeah, blackness. like yeah. everybody fucking manages their blackness and that's what scares people about me I don't fucking yeah, manage no. that shit when I go into an office and I'm talking to, to, to managers if I feel like putting my motherfucking hair in the ponytail, yeah. I put it in the ponytail. If I want to rock that shit down and look like Richard Sherman mm-hmm. or fucking beast mode, that's what I fucking and do. And let's just get this. It's, it's a difference between sounding professional and actually like singing your words like Ex- a white person. Yes. That irritates me. I yeah. cannot stand that. Yeah, for me now, now, like I said, when I am in a business meeting, I do 
I know how to put on this yeah, voice. Yeah, exactly. We all have to do yeah. that. And it's like, hey, guys. And that's um, okay. I'm Anthony, project management. I'm glad to be here. I'm over whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Clientele, portfolio. Yeah, I could do that. But I ain't going to be out extra, like that. That yeah. extra sauce on it just because yeah. it's a white person. I think like, we've all been uh, programmed to be that way because we, how many people in corporate America you can, you know what I'm saying? You may have your homegirl or your homeboy sitting next to you. You'd be like, yeah, that motherfucking nigga, bullshit. Uh, yes, this is Anthony and Nissan. How can I help you today? <laughs> like, we've been trained to be reprogrammed like that. Yeah, but to a certain extent. To a certain extent. Without losing yourself. And to me, whenever I hear this person yeah. do it, yeah, 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 yeah. they just sound so fucking lost. Yeah, I don't think you I don't think you should ever do anything to lose yourself. But, it. I mean, we do manage our blackness mm-hmm. all the fucking time. I'm trying to think of a scenario when I manage my sometimes I mean he used a gr- he used a great example in that clip that I sent you on the plane talking about being on the plane oh, yeah. and doing things so we, that, I've done that you can have that road to yourself yeah, yeah. and a lot of times you don't even have to do anything no you could just sit there and be black and they like yeah, I'm not sitting by you, two black you have people broad on the shoulders yeah. ain't nobody trying the tattoos, to fuck with that yeah, and all of that yeah. <laughs> so it's like and sometimes like I said I will take advantage of that it's times unless where it's I, a DC white girl they seem to always find their way to our row oh can I sit here I don't know what I said. We're going to move on to the next thing. Uh, I think we're at the end of the podcast. <laughs> but for real, for real, we are at the end of the podcast. We're only supposed to be doing a short one. But do you have any best and worst moments of 2018 before we get up out of here, man? Oh, uh, best moment for the podcast? Yeah. Okay, for the podcast. If you want to give your personal business, that's fine. Yeah, I'm not going to get my personal stuff. Okay. But uh, best moment for the podcast was the trip to L.A. Yeah. This year. Yeah. I um, agree. Worst moment for the podcast, just for conversation purposes, I would say the fact that we didn't when we were sitting at the Cosign Awards and we didn't win. It was a yeah. mini worst moment. It wasn't like devastating worst yeah. moment, but it was like mini worst moment. Yeah. My worst moment, um, for me, I would say over the last calendar year and a little bit past it, was losing people. Mm-hmm. Like we had a guy out of uh Miami who was supposed to be on the podcast. Yeah. And he had two podcasts and it didn't work out. I think he put out a couple of episodes. It didn't work out. I hate losing that just things. That comes with the territory. I know, but, but because I do care about this, I just hate that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we lost two other podcasts. We were supposed to have one from DC, but they backed out for whatever, you know, their reasons were. And then we were supposed to have one from Chicago and that, and things have been better, but like anytime I lose anything. No skin off my back. But any no skin off my back. You need dunk. <laughs> no, because on. I think I really no. Th- that's why I said over the last year. You know, a lot of yeah. these things have been rectified. But mm-hmm. my whole thing is like losing things that I'm passionate about, losing oh, yeah. people that I truly fuck with or fucked with. Like I feel like we have to get to a point as adults to where we have to act like children. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? It's in a point I feel like in our adult lives we need to act like children. Children know how to reconcile shit. A lot better than adults. Mm-hmm. If you take a kid's crayon or somehow he may slap you upside the head, he may rip your shirt, Get he may you bust your lip, and push you day. down, but he gonna give you a hug at the end of the day. I'm sorry. And See then you gonna tomorrow. be one of the shirts. Yeah, then he gonna be one of the shirts toys. We need to take adulting back to childhood in a form of being able to communicate effectively. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Words shouldn't be able to stop somebody from talking to you. A disagreement shouldn't, even if it takes a little time. But sometimes what you got to understand is time ain't going to always be on your side. No, not at all. And that just speaks to the individual's like own yeah. like maturity yeah. levels. But so. for me, that was my worst. Like, I just don't like losing 
people that are close to me and I don't like losing work mm-hmm. within a podcast because I know it takes work for you to bring them on. Oh yeah. I think it that's takes one work of the for us to biggest lessons that I learned too. Cause I mean, I'm the same way. I'm very, once I'm invested in something, I'm really yeah. invested in it. So it does take a toll. Yeah. But one thing that I did have to remind myself of early on in this year was separating business from personal. Yeah. So that's why I've even been able to maintain friendships with some of the people that left. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing personal. It was the business part of it didn't work out. Didn't work out. Yeah. And that's okay. I think everybody got to be used to that, though. Yeah. All right, man. This is our last episode. Cue the uh, Christmas music. Thank you. Um, it's the most wonderful time. Oh, okay. I want to play that uh, that go. Sprite commercial. Oh, yeah. I what, love uh, what is it? Uh, what's his name? LeBron. No, but it's LeBron and um, the guy who sings the song, Dram. Yeah. Big Baby Dram. I like that. Yeah. But no, for real, man. Um, we want to say thank you to all the realists and the listeners, uh, the people who've supported us throughout 2018. Man, it's been an amazing year. It's been a great year. Uh, a lot of things on the come up. We're changing a lot of things for the new year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be coming at, coming at you guys from a different angle. Mm-hmm. We're going to take some of the shit to YouTube. So some of our podcastings will be live mm-hmm. or not live, but we'll have them put up. Um, live videos Live videos that you guys can watch yeah, And see sure. us in studio And see mm-hmm. our expressions And what we do when we're recording yeah. Sometimes from home And sometimes in studio So It's all about leveling up Yeah we so got to man so. We did a great job this year And we're moving onward And upward next year I'm hoping to do some more Public speaking man Well You know I always have a list for you I thought, that, now, I thought I heard the jazz band downstairs, but it was something else. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, so what is that? So now to be a little bit easier to get you out there. Oh, yeah. I'm ready now. But I'm out of here, man. If y'all want to be on the podcast or if you want somebody to be on the podcast, be sure to email us at info at the reality is, um, dot com. That's T-H-A, the reality is. We still have a website. We're going to be adding some stuff to that, but keep up with the website and keep up with everything that's going on with the podcast by going to www.therealityis.com. If you want to be on Robert's Media Group or... Uh, no, we're not no. doing that. <laughs> I don't have a script our, in front of um, me. Our, we're not doing our that. final podcast that we're adding to our network is going to be Dear Suburbia. Shout out that's to That's starting in January. Shout out to Devontae Shout in California. Super excited about adding him to the family. Um, yeah. Stay tuned any. for what's next. Yeah, I don't have no scripts in front of me. Artesia, thanks for doing this because you weren't even supposed to be doing this shit. Nope. So thanks for uh, making us know. better, man, in 2018. You really weren't supposed to be doing this shit. No, not at all. Fuck. <laughs> and now we're here. Yeah. And then I'd be like, damn, what if you drop me? What if you go somewhere? And then I-, I think I'll prove my consistency. I'll be around until you kick me off. All right. Well, there it is. We'll see you guys in 2019, man. <laughs> If you look that I spend one day with me You know how this gon' go down when you come over You know that I'm free Don't you spend one day with me If you ain't about that as you show to you about that as you show me I'ma get me out the fuck out of friend zone I feel the hints that I hope I end up in the end zone Stay with a group of them girls but nobody look like them She lead the crew cause she know what I want Little mama's a psychic, yeah Miami Vice shit, yeah I'm at the Viceroy, girl Let's get this nice shift, yeah I got a feeling, yeah Stick with it, talking, I talk that, girl Soon as you walk
Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Whoa, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple, the mattress that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through, so you sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply.